Hi, and welcome to the MTG Profits Podcast. This is episode 34. We're happy to have you with us here. And as always, uh, I'm Andy, and with me is my co-host, Devin. Hey, everybody. And we're here to talk about Magic the Gathering. Specifically, we're into all things finance of Magic the Gathering. We're going to look at all the different cards and products and things to buy and to sell and everything else you want to know about it. And we'll talk about some news and other things going on in the market as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, it seems like it's been a relatively, uh, I would say, slow news week. Uh, would you say the same? I haven't really come across anything super super exciting or uh, super noteworthy, really. Yeah, I say things have been pretty slow. I mean, there's been a lot of product news that I think we can we can dive into. But as far as anything else, I think the the big the big noise here has been all uh, War of the Spark. I mean, it's we're right on the the tip of that. That's right, the cusp of release, I guess. When is the pre-release? Is that um The pre-release is this coming weekend, the 27th, oh. 28th. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's right yeah. Up, right around the corner. Yeah, so yeah, it is very good. it is happening. The full hype train is uh steamrolling <laughs> forward. <laughs> it is in full effect barreling down the tracks. <laughs> Wizards, goblins are, are are ready to count their coin. <laughs> so, Little the gibberlings they prepare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh goodness, I am well, sure the wizards is going to cash in big on this one. This is yeah, uh, going to be a money maker, no doubt. I, I'll say, even I'm excited a little bit about all these planeswalkers and the, the newness of that and the their sort of hyper enchantment status. And uh, it'll be yeah. kind of curious to see. Uh, I'd like to play this in sealed, and uh, I, I'm I'm a little excited about this set more so than I can say in recent uh, recent releases. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I mean, a lot of these other releases has been, you know, pretty much uh, more of the same. I guess you know we bounced back to Ravnica. We more had more guilds. Uh, where else have we been? Um, you know, we had some fun in Dominara, Dominaria, and uh, you know. Which was kind of a nice uh, flashback. Um, Absolutely. But this is Absolutely. something completely new. It's new. I guess. Yeah, new, I think new, there's some newness here. Newish. Exciting. Um, uh, I saw the um, I saw the news that you sent me about the Mythic Timmy editions. The uh, yeah. Holy cow, that is looking juicy. Did you want to tell the listeners? Yeah. So let's that? talk about that. So I, I guess this would be the third one now. Uh, it is. Third time it will it's be. been done. So they're this, doing it every time, which I'm afraid is going to uh, yeah. draw down on some of the power and potency of it, but um, or value, I should say. Yeah, so what we're talking about is the War of the Spark Mythic Edition. So they've done this twice before, back with, um, uh, what is it, I guess Guild, Ravnica Allegiance and Guilds of Ravnica uh, each had that. Um, and so what this is, is, is basically a, a box of... War of the Spark, which is going to be $250, which is going to have 24 packs, eight of which are going to be come with one Planeswalker card inside the pack. Now, is it uh, 24 total packs, or is it... 24 um... total. Okay. Oh, so my. These, okay. Uh, there'll be eight special packs, which will have one of these uh, special Planeswalkers in it. So there's going to be eight Planeswalkers... We've got Jace the Mind Sculptor. That's a, that's a biggie yeah, right there. That is, a, that, is a, that is the biggie. Probably that is the yeah. biggie of this of these eight. Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. Ugin, Gideon, Tezzeret, Garuk, 
the apex predator, the Kobolas, Nahiri, and Sarkin Broken. Yeah. I mean, all uh, these have alternate art. They all full full card art. Uh, they look very nice. The, you know, it's it really the uh, there's a lot of value in that the mind sculptor and Ugin. Those two alone, I want to say Ugin is almost seventy bucks now. Ugin is up there too. Sheesh! I, I tried uh, I tried using the uh, the now relatively defunct uh, card sphere to um, not card sphere. What was the other one? Card sphere actually still kind of works. I was gonna say I thought that one was. Yeah, the card sphere is a pretty good. What the heck is the uh, the screwed up one? Um, oh yeah, I remember. Oh, we abandoned uh, that thing. Uh, good grief! Why am I drawing such a blank on this? Um, it's been a long time since we did anything with that. Oh golly! Uh, um, well, the, the trading matrix. I forget what it was called. But um, I tried to get a bunch of Ugins at twenty-two, approximately twenty-two dollars in value. So it gives a sense for how long it's been—a couple of years, I guess. But uh, but man, that Ugin—he's like sixty odd dollars. So um, yeah, the Mythic Timmy edition is probably going to be you know double that. So probably a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty bucks. So uh, you know, I, I hate to say it after we got after we took such a bath on the. Uh, the Ravnica Allegiance uh, Mythic Edition. We got edition. really hosed on that one, I uh, felt. I think we're going to have to... I, I don't think it's... I think we can... Yeah, I think exactly that. Yeah, I think yeah. we can make some money back, but it's going to be a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to bounce as quickly as the uh, Guilds of Ravnica because the, the print run was so much higher. Oh, they've also dialed back the print run on this as well. They've gone they from have, back to 12. They so, said uh, limited, limited to only 12,000 units. It'll be on sale starting Wednesday, May 1st. Limit two per yeah. person. And, and the last line here, too. There will be no reprints of War of the Spark Mythic Edition. Yeah, they want to make sure they get that out there after. You know, after the. It's funny because they do something egregiously wrong with each release, it seems like. And the first mm-hmm. time they released it through their ridiculously pathetic Hasbro website, causing all the orders to get canceled and screwed up. Well, not all, but a, a very substantial amount yep. of them. And uh, so they screwed that up. Then they said, "Well, we we bet we can't run an e-commerce website, so let's uh, <laughs> let's have eBay do it." But then eBay, eBay showed it. all the con- all the uh, numbers sold. Whoop. So, oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I think now they probably are going to a say that they're going to release less, and I think they're probably going to do some back end stuff with eBay so that it just shows limited quantity available. In, yeah, that it's so, so funny how they can't seem to get it right. It's like, oh, this is a giant corporation, but um, we we can't do basics right. But, yeah. So, oh, so you know, still can't print our cards flat either. But that's uh, so that's another discussion. Another time. So, do you think they're they're actually going to be kind of true to that and, and keep a twelve thousand unit? I bet you they on. have twelve thousand plus two. I bet you they've got a slight overrun. But, yeah. Um, but in any event, I. Uh, I, I really am almost sorry to say it, but I think I will be picking up these boxes, and I think I may pick up two of them. Yeah. So just because I feel that there is substantial limited downside protection, because yeah. it's really all about how much am I willing to lose. And you know, in this box, I actually think the threat of loss is limited. Yeah. Quite simply because of those two cards. You know? I, I agree with you that Jace, the Mind Sculptor, and Ugin, the Spirit Dragon are are a big deal. <laughs> like almost the cost of a box right there, almost the price of admission, just those two cards. Yep. You know, even if they, even if their printing drops their value, still, it's still going to be uh, 
I, I think I think Wizards realizes that they can't screw this up again. Like yeah. I, I feel that they have wised up and they're like, we have got to hit this out of the park. We have got to quit screwing this up. Otherwise, people will no longer buy this garbage. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, sorry to say, I, I feel I, I feel I will, uh, I will join the, the ranks of the, uh, <laughs> and uh, at least pick up one box to sit on the shelf. But maybe two if I can. No, I'll go halves on you on one of the boxes. Yeah, I guess we could do that. You know, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll go one. And, I'll go one and a half. One and a half. Share one, and I'll keep yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, I think this is definitely going to be uh, a solid purchase. I think you would make your money back, even just for those two cards. Um, yeah, I think there's just limited downside protection, so I, I think uh, I shall uh, partake. Yeah, I, I hate having all these additional products and and. You know, having just more more planeswalkers and special promotional stuff like this, and I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, but I but I I also like making kind of easy money too. So it, yeah, it's, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I I almost hate to feed into this machine, you know. Exactly. But by the same token, I I'm not willing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm willing to. Uh, Suck it up for the sake. Of- yeah, I gotta say the other the other uh, planeswalkers in there, I'm not really as interested in. Uh, no, you know it's all about the the mind sculptor and the Ugin. That's that's pretty yeah. much it. And and they know like once they've got those bad boys printed, they they know it's time to print weaker ones so that they can save good ones for later because they'll be doing it again. So this is not the end of these uh, mythic mythic editions. No, no, I'm sure they're gonna keep cranking these out. Oh. But, so I uh, think our uh, our vote on that is it's a, it's a buy. Yeah, it's a buy at MSRP of two. What is it? Two fifty free shipping. Two forty nine ninety nine. Do they do a free ship on that? I can't remember. Ah, uh, I think so. I think it was free shipping. So it's like, oh boy, uh, they throw you a little bone there. Yeah. I mean, it's smart from Wizards' perspective. It costs you know as little as or less to print than their normal boxes, and um, absolutely, and uh, they make like four times more. So yeah, actually, what a, take that back because what are they? They sell the boxes for seventy bucks approximately, seventy to eighty. We'll round it to seventy-five dollars per sure. standard booster box. To um, so uh, so so we're talking, uh, you know, four four boxes for the price of one. They all they have to yeah. do is sell one of these or four regular ones. So, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the cost of goods sold is not zero when you're selling yeah, four. So yeah. if you could sell one box and make you know, four times the profit. It's like that. Seems like you should do that every time you can. Absolutely. And I think they will. (laughs) (laughs) I think so too. (laughs) Ching. Exactly. You can hear that register ringing up for that. Yep. So, so we'll see. I am a little bit. uh, I'd say mildly excited about that. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that'll be kind of fun and uh, not really fun, but kind of profitable. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good good call on that. Um, I guess along those same lines, there was also some more product release, the, the ever-flowing vaults of product, uh, yeah. with the signature spellbook, Gideon. Gideon that's uh, right, the Gideon version. It's going to be released on April 27th. Uh, I was trying to find an MSRP on that, but I couldn't get a, a solid number. It looks you like know, what is it, 16 25, bucks? 25, I thought. Or 20, is it really? 25, I think maybe 20. 
I, I saw different uh, notes mentioned, but I, I couldn't find a, a reliable source on uh, what the actual cost was. Gosh, what the heck is the MSRP on those things? Um, I guess, uh, let's see, Amazon's selling them for 28 Let's see, is that the MSRP? Uh, that's for the Jace one. Um, yeah, the Jace one, I, I'm seeing that on eBay. You can get that for uh, as low as 30 bucks free shipped. Let's see. Yeah. It's not I, terrible. You know, it huh? seems to me like, gosh, I think I even turned up, turned down some of these Jace spellbooks at 16 if I remember correctly. I think I had a chance to get them for about $16, and I think I was like, nah. They just don't seem as collectible to me as the From the Vault series. Um, yeah. That's what they replaced. The uh, the From the Vaults, I don't know if you remember the From the yeah, Vault. Yeah, but, um, the, uh, the signature spell book are supposed to be the replacement for that product. And uh, oh, It seems like a sad replacement. But, oh, my, definitely. These are uh, inferior comparative product, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, not not exciting. Mm -mm, not at all. I mean, like for example, I remember buying from the Vault Lore. I guess that was the that was the most recent one I purchased. I think another one has come out since then, but yeah, um, I got I want to say I bought like four of those at forty bucks a pop, and and um, I, they're way more worthwhile to me than a spell book at thirty bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so this is Gideon's, uh, for, for those of you who are not as familiar with this, so Gideon's Spellbook coming out uh, very shortly here, and um, that's going to have, uh, a, what is it, eight cards in it, all Gideon-themed, all alternate art cards. Uh, these are all rare cards, except, I guess, Gideon himself, who's mythic, but, um, you know... I, I don't know. Uh, I definitely do not see myself buying this. So this is going to be a hard pass for me. Hard I have pass. very little interest in this. I saw a couple comments out there on this set, and one person said that you know the current value of this uh, came up, comes out to about forty four dollars. Okay. Oh, if you sold them individually. If you sold them all individually, that's what they're equally worth. I mean, okay. obviously, you're probably not going to get forty four dollars. But oh my I God, no! You could probably crack more than thirty dollars, which is still a very slim margin of, of profit. So, yeah. you know, as, as far as the cards themselves, I mean, I mean they're not terrible. I mean, there's a Gideon Path to Exile, which is good. Um, you know, True Conviction. Unfortunately, Worship, and that's gonna tank Worship even more. Uh, I remember there was a time when worship was actually worth some money, and then that just slowly was tanked over time. Yeah, that's sort of. Yeah, I've got a bunch of those, and I think I picked them up at sub two dollars. And uh, yeah, um, there was a, a lot more. Yeah, I've got a few of the black border edition ones, and there's I want to see some white bordered ones too. Um, oh my, yeah, they're they're up to like eight something, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and I saw a lot of comments about, you know, just the Jace's signature spellbook, which was the first one, uh, that, you know, that just didn't really sell very well. Uh, that a lot of places just overstocked on it. And just, you know, the funny thing is they have bomb. one random foil card within. So that was the lottery component. But people just had very little interest in collecting for that foil card. So... Yep. 
there was not enough draw, there was not enough interest in the product to produce a price spike. I don't see any compelling reason to believe that it would be any different for the Gideon one either. Yeah, so. I, I agree with that. I, I will say that the I like the Gideon cards way better than the Jace cards. Card. Some of the Jace cards are pathetically were, were bad. truly yeah, yeah, terrible. Awful. <laughs> yeah, they they yeah. were awful. Blue Elemental Blast. Oh God, that's terrible. You know, believe it or not, it's one of the better cards in that thing. Like, oh, like people are at least mildly interested in it. I think well, there's a counterspell in there and a brain, uh, not brain guys. I a mean, brain this storm. tutor, I, I could see that. That's pretty good. Um, I, I don't know. That it, it, it's not even like the Jace the Mind Sculptor. It's like the original Jace. Yeah, yeah. who's not really, that good. really not 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 awesome. <laughs> He's nothing compared to the, the mind papa. sculptor. Yeah, yeah, the big papa is so superior. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the other versions of Jace are better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the cards in that list are just, oh, really, just... Underwhelming. Not, very underwhelming. Very disappointing yeah. for some specialty product. Absolutely. So yeah, I agree with you. This is, I mean, if you like the like the cards, if you like Gideon, you want to have an alternate art card, go for it. Uh, for just maybe collection purposes or playing purposes, but as far as profitability purposes, it's gonna be yeah, a while. I think it's gonna be a, a pass on that, unless you can get a really great deal on it. It all depends on your entry point. You know, if you get in for thirteen bucks, that's a different story. Yeah, but otherwise, I I, I kind of pass on that. Absolutely, absolutely. Not, not so good. I know you've been uh, doing some card selling lately. Did you want to go over a little bit of that with the? Uh, with sure, the... yeah, yeah. I'm actually, you know, I, you know, we we're just talking about, um, you know, getting it at a low point. So, you know, I, I would say absolutely. If you can get product, you know, regardless of what it is, whether it be booster boxes or guild packs or guild kits, whatever the case is, Planeswalker decks, and you can, you know, buy it for less than retail price, uh, I would definitely recommend flipping it on eBay, De depending on the product. If it's something that was, you know, just had no uh, very low interest in. But in general, I would say for most things, I, w I would suggest going ahead and, and flipping it. Um I did that recently. I was able to get a deal on uh, a guild kit, the Gruel guild kit, and uh, the Dovin Planeswalker deck. Um, and I think we both got in on uh, Conspiracy 2, Take the Crown, uh, selling yeah. that. Yeah, I definitely uh, I dumped a couple of those boxes. I'm only yeah. sitting on one one more. So uh, I'd absolutely recommend you know flipping all you can on eBay uh, and selling that. The um, one other one other pro tip here, uh, you know, hunt around for these deals. They're they're more they're difficult to find, but they are out there. Uh, one suggestion is if you look in some specialty stores like uh, Barnes and Noble, I've had good luck. They've really upped their game selection uh, as far as trading card games and board games and that and the like. Over and the they years, just, they've definitely done a lot more board games than they've ever before. I think they're they've, they're riding on that train a little bit. They but are. I think they, they're, they're being. I think it. they're unsuccessful in it, and therefore they end up clearancing out things. 
Exactly. So yeah. they do put their products on clearance. I mean, you almost never, you know, see magic products on sale. Uh, you know, through the web, some websites, you know, yeah, they'll have you know sales on singles and whatnot. But for the most part, you're not going to get drastic sales on any of these products. Not uh, no, but sometimes at Barnes and Nobles, as you mentioned, they're trying to clear the stock, and you can get these things cheap. Yeah, they don't give a f. They, no. they, they when they want to get rid of, they get rid of. I mean, anywhere from thirty to fifty percent off. And I have gotten things at fifty percent off, so it is not impossible. Makes me want to go to Barnes and Noble. I can't remember how long it's been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, poke around. They they might have some product there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth a look see. So yeah, I would definitely you know if you're if you're there or even if you're just got one nearby, go take a look. You might be surprised. Yeah, I think it's worth uh, worth the effort. And, and I think we we've, we've seen too, and I. You know, put a call out to any of our listeners who are who are on these kind of lists or, or active um, for um, GameStop, who does occasional sales, uh, where we've seen buy one pack, get one free. Yeah, uh, they've uh, done the they've done the fifty percent off sales as well. As recently as, uh, as I want to say around Christmas time, I believe Christmas time there was a big sale on that, and I'm sure there'll be another one. So if uh, anyone hears any news on that, you know, let us know. We'll. we'll Keep our eyes open too. Yeah, we'll definitely pass that information along for sure. Because I certainly, I, you know, buying a pack straight up is okay, but getting buy, buying one and getting one for free, well, now you're talking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I want to say usually you pay about uh, what is it like two something per booster pack when you're buying a box. What does that mm-hmm. come out to per booster pack? It's like I'm not exactly sure, but I know it's. Around like, I think it's around like two sixty. I think two sixty something. Yeah, I I end up paying. Something. Yeah. yeah, but if you can uh, get uh, buy one get one even at four dollars, you know now all of a sudden, you know you're talking two two bucks a booster. Two pack. bucks a pack. Yeah. So definitely a worthwhile endeavor. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I want to say last. Around Christmas time, they even uh, the GameStop did the the fifty uh, percent off, and they even allowed you to do it through their website, which was unusual. You didn't even oh, have to wow. go to the store. The problem was that their selection was limited. I don't know if you partook of that. I the only things they had available by the time I discovered that sale was uh, what they used to call fat packs. I forget what they call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, bundles is what they call them. So I was able to buy uh, Guilds of Ravnica bundles for twenty two dollars. So okay. I. I, I did buy a few of them. I, I probably should have bought more, knowing that, again, entry point is everything. But um, I, I find they're an awkward shape to sell. So it, it's like they almost have to get to they almost have to get to like forty to fifty bucks to make them worth selling, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it, sometimes it takes that kind of product a long time to climb there, you know. Uh, the uh, the last bundles worth anything were. Um, the new uh, Rise of the Eldrazi. No, um, uh, gate. The one right before us of the Gate Watch. Uh, uh, the oh God, why the War of the Eldrazi? No, what the hell? Why can't I think of it? Are you thinking the the, the set of before before the... Oath of the Gate Watch? It was something Eldrazi. It was uh, it was on the damn Eldrazi return. It was return to Ravnica. There was the return. Then came. <sighs> 
No, it was like right before uh, Oath. Um, it was where they bro- first brought the Full Art Lands back. Um, they had Full Art Lands and the Wastes, uh, the Wastelands. Yeah, yeah, that um, was all... Um... It was a two-block cycle. It was something and then Oath of the Gatewatch. I think it was... It, There's Gatecrash, and then... No, that was the Ravnica stuff. That was the Return yeah. of Ravnica block. I mean, the ones with all the Eldrazi in it. Um... Was it Rise of the Eldrazi? That was... Uh, anyway, the one right before Oath of the Gatewatch with all the Eldrazi in it. That was the first time they reprinted Full Art Lands ever since, well, for years and years. So those bundles were actually worth some money. So those I was actually, I don't know if you were doing this, but I was buying them in Walmart. And mm-hmm. they were like selling at MSRP, which was, I think, at that time, 30 like 39.99 they were like 40 bucks and yeah. then i was selling them for between 62 and 67 so oh, wow. like nice. the ne- the very day you know okay. so they were turning over instantly so even after all the hassle i was still netting you know i still netted like 12 bucks after all my little cost yeah. there but i did that like you know six times so it was like every time i would see you know the funny thing was i sent my wife in to buy them cuz her she's uh near her Walmart, near where her work, it's like mm-hmm. 45 minutes away. It's kind of, I don't want to say in the middle of nowhere, but it's a much quieter town. Sure. So her store had them in stock. So I would send her oh, okay. and she would bring them home. I'd be like, she's like, how many do you want me to buy? I'm like, buy everyone you can get. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's going to be like 200 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I know. Just get them all. <laughs> get them all! So, my wife is like super tight, so you know that was like she did it was not care for that. Painful for she her to purchase that. Freaking cards! Oh, you <laughs> waste the money. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The look on her face one time—I I can't remember. It was so funny. The uh, years, like I want to say, God, was it like two, two years ago, something like that? I bought um, this giant Force of Will collection. I bought someone's entire collection. I remember. I'm talking about it. This guy had gone balls to the wall. He had every single card, double-sleeved, organized in folders from every set from the the beginning of the game through the... um, Battle for Zendikar. Battle for Zendikar. Thank you. That's what was before Oath. Yep, that's exactly right. So he had uh, he had organized every every card in order in binders mm-hmm. from the first essentially releases in the United States, uh, and it was like it was like fifteen hundred bucks, and it required a signature upon delivery. So my wife knew something was up. She was like, <laughs> she knew she was like, um, yeah, I, I had to sign for some cards today, and um, I've never had to do that before. <laughs> she was uh. like. So uh, how much did you uh, pay for these cards? I was like, oh, $1,500. She was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> she's like, uh, I was like, uh, you know, uh, $1,500. She's, she, it's, uh, she, the look on her face, like, she could have, like, burned the house down with the, the flack I got from that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my. <laughs> so funny. So, <laughs> you know, I will say, like, from 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 a non gamer standpoint you see that and you're just like what the heck are you talking about exactly. you know exactly bunch of little cardboard cardboard rectangles you know <laughs> this is ridiculous. yeah you know so although i i have uh i have more than made my money back on the force of will products that seems i seem to hit it very lucky on those 
So yeah, my timing and my purchasing is so like lucky, and there's a lot of luck associated with this stuff, sure. like timing and everything. But I seem to very, very frequently luck out on that. But um, speaking of the force of will, I guess one other new news item. I don't know if you saw the link I sent you. Um, kind of uh, for those of you unfamiliar, the Force of Will, another trading card game, uh, with very, I guess, anime type art, very, uh, very colorful, yeah, more Japanese style, very artwork. Japanese style, a lot uh, more loose. Well, I would say it's uh, yeah, uh, which is I have no problem with that. So. Exactly, but it looks like um, something else that Wizards is doing special. Like I said, we're they're going all out for War of the Spark here. Is oh, that uh, yeah? They're doing for Japan uh, to commemorate their events in Japan. They work with Japanese artists to create alternate art versions of every Planeswalker in the set. All 36 uh, in War of the Spark have been uh, redone in a you know Japanese uh, by Japanese artists in that kind of theme. Yeah, so these are going to appear randomly in Japanese language War of the Spark boosters. Uh, Random, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It's too bad they just aren't reprinting the entire thing every time in the alternate art. That would have been cool. Because then you could actually get a hold of it. You know, you could buy a booster box of Japanese and you could be like, cool, I got all this cool alternate art stuff. Yep. But instead, like, no. No. <laughs> so, so they're replacing the regular version of the Planeswalker in the pack 50% of the time. You should be able to buy these Japanese boosters all over the world, so you should be able to find them. Uh, they're also going to be in the Wizards Play Network promo packs during the Court Set 2020 play season. Um, and that's about it. All right, cool. Uh, I'm looking at these cards now. I, I see that they uh, they definitely got the memo out to the Japanese artists. They were like, you will absolutely fully clothe everyone. There'll Absolutely. No, they're like, there will be no anime style titties exposed. On. No, not <laughs> in the least. I, I'm like, holy cow. So they, uh, they, they got that memo out. They're like, you will fully cloak these people with full hoods and robes. There will be yes. very yes. limited skin, as, as is customary for their stateside printings as of yes. late as well. So they have... Uh, Made sure to make all the females look as male as possible. <laughs> exactly. I will say though, you know, I enjoyed the the Force of Will art. I think that looks really cool, and I really like the art on these Planeswalkers far better than any yeah. of the ones they've done. I do. I, I like a, I they, like some of the really. stuff. Like I assume that's Nissa. That Nissa looks really good. And there's I have Nissa look yeah, good. There's like the Johnny's looking kind of cool, and yeah, there's the Ralzeric and. The Soren's looking good. Most of them are about his hair. Uh, kind of the yeah, it's a little hair. poofy. It's a little it's too a little, little too much puff on on, on yeah. Soren's hair. But uh, yeah, but I, I will some... say like some of them are looking pretty good. So yeah, I like the uh, what's his name again? Tamara Tamio Tamio. Yeah, I like that her her design there. I even like Kiora. She's got the giant beast coming up underneath her, like she's in the oh that big Leviathan thing. Yeah. Pretty cool, and even uh, the very last one on on the list here, um, Vraska. Vraska. I think she looks pretty good too. Yeah, you know, I think it's just nice to see something a little bit different. You know, yeah. we've had, we've had so much of sameness, and now the sameness is worse than it used to be. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like 
not only are we getting very stale art, but it's like way more boring than it used to be. It is very boring. It, it almost seems like computer generated art, not human generated art. Yeah. You know, it yeah. almost feels like the, it's like very static and like you can almost not even tell like what plane they come from other than like some of the backgrounds and stuff. And yeah. it's like, it just seems like, for example, like Kaladesh and I'm on cat. Like, yeah. I don't know. Can't really tell the difference. Like, I nah. mean, you can, if you kind of really look, but it seems like somehow the flavor has been just dissipated and like, it's just insipid and flavorless. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know how else to describe it. It just doesn't seem flavorful. So, no, no. So I, I guess when we see this, we're like, oh, you know, it, it's definitely different. It's kind of cool looking. It may not be awesome, but it's like better and more than what we're used to. So, yeah, yeah. Kind of, a, kind of a shame they're not. I think yeah, all this, all the, and I think these are more in kind of actionist poses too. Yeah, it's like stuff's happening instead of just stuff is happening, they're, you know, shooting fire or they're you know, there's definitely signs of movement and, and action going on. Whereas yeah. the other ones feel a lot more static. I mean it's Yeah. It's I the planeswalker just standing there looking it, tough. It, yeah, <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think that you know, it'll be like Chandra's oh. blasting or there's some art like they there's like they're shooting arrows. You're right. This is, they're just definitely action poses. They're, yeah, they're, it looks a lot better. And I like too on some of these cards how it's there's uh some of the artwork is is coming out of the main frame and throughout the card. Exactly. It's 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 outside the border of the framing. It, exactly. So like um and they're not even rares that do that either. So like yeah. you know, there's like a like Jaya Ballard, her like little flame is busting out and the, I think that looks good. And, yeah, uh, there's another the one. Vivian, I think it is. Uh, the Vivian her, Reed or whatever the artist yeah. girl. Yep. Her, hers is really good out. looking. So she's again, they're they really super covered up, but uh but at least the art's good. Yeah, the art looks good. Yeah. So do you think these are gonna be more valuable than their their US counterparts? You know, I would say yes, but I think the language barrier is a somewhat of an impediment. So mm. I, I personally like them a lot, but I don't know how that would translate into um into a, a sellable product. You know what it reminds me of is the um Jace versus Chandra anime edition or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the longest time, those things were um, very inexpensive. And godly hindsight is twenty twenty on that one. Yeah. Uh, those, are, those I want to say are well over a hundred now. But I remember for the longest they were like twenty bucks, eighteen bucks. You know, they they would not sell. I remember even thirteen bucks. My goodness, I was very short sighted not to. Uh, I fell into the hype train or the anti hype train on that one. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, people aren't going to want this. This isn't, you know. And I, sure I, enough. Was it ever in the big box stores? Oh, uh, it was. Uh, ooh, I don't know if I ever I remember seeing it in any of the big ones. That. I, I, I think I actually had to order it. I think those were Wizards Play Network products. At that time, I think all of the whatever versus whatever was uh, only in uh, local stores, Wizards Play Network stores. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't until later that they became available in big box stores. But yeah. even inside stores, like even in my LGS, I remember those suckers selling for like 15 bucks. They couldn't dump them. They couldn't get rid of them. And, uh, you know, I should have come in there and scarfed them all up. 
But again, hindsight 2020 on that. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I see now they're going for around $70 or so on eBay. So, you know, sub 20, man, that would have been a deal. And I remember them being sub 15, I think. Wow. uh, Well, live and learn. I never, you know, I did learn my lesson. I, I have bought multiple copies of all of the, all of those, uh, whatever versus whatever. The dual decks. decks. The dual yeah. decks thank you. Um, but, um, and I have happily sold a mess of them too. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, very good. I yeah, guess that's, I think, uh, most of the news, I think for this yeah, week. Yeah. I guess the only other thing just to, to piggyback on, I think maybe from our start, but war of the spark, uh, so that's coming out uh, very shortly here. We're going to be seeing the pre-release here. But that also has a, a ripple effect into uh, Magic Arena. So we're going to see that hitting Arena, uh, well, basically this week. So they're going to start having streaming events uh, coming for that. Um, we're going to have to uh, post some of our own games on the uh soon too we've been a little remiss about uh, uh yeah yeah so we'll try and do that a little bit of that this week yeah so the it's the so starting actually tomorrow uh which is going to be tuesday the 23rd uh the streaming events are going to start so this is they've already released it to streamers and other professional magic players to to play and and uh, show online there so you can can check it out and see that happening it's a, I, I, uh, uh, and then it, it'll be coming then to Arena for everybody else uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, I believe it was the they're going to be having the update to update uh, the content to Arena. I, I saw the the the, the date um, just recently. It's the 25th is when they're actually doing the update online uh, with all the content. And it'll become uh, available at that time for play. You know, that's that's kind of a question because I, I was looking at their event schedule where they have all the different formats and things. So it says, I think it'll um, be a little later. Yeah, that's what it sounds like because it shows on their schedule Sealed War of the Spark MTG Arena starts on the 25th. I, I kind of doubt that. Maybe that's just for the streamers and everybody and those people. Um, and then they show uh, traditional draft War of the Spark starting on the 29th. Okay. Uh, and then Sealed War of the Spark uh, as well. Uh, well, it continues from the 25th to the 30th and on. Oh, okay. So I, I, it's not clear to me exactly when it's going to be released for everybody. I, I would assume it wouldn't be till the 29th, maybe a day or two earlier. But uh, Yeah, that seems about what they did. seems to me that's what they've done recently. It seems like, yeah. it, seems like it, it, it releases on Arena... Between the pre-release and the actual release, that that seems to be my my impression of their release. That makes schedule. that makes sense. Yeah. I remember thinking oh, another way to hose the LGSs. That's what I remember thinking. Yeah. I was yeah. like, let's release it online before we release it in the stores for you fellas. Like, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of irritating, but. And there will be obviously with uh, more of the spark. You know, it's going to be some. New content, all the new cards will be there, all the new rules and everything like that. They're doing a lot more cosmetic effects as well. So, for example, you know, the little arena that you play in, you're going to be playing on top of uh, Bullis' uh, cathedral, a citadel. Um, 
and there'll be new art for I think card sleeves and things like that. So uh, there'll be plenty of goodies to go along with it. Whether any of that's really significant, we'll we'll see. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll have to pay attention to that. We'll keep everybody updated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Still exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to War of the Spark. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be fun. So. Yeah. Did you have any uh, any picks or any sell sell points? You know, uh, I, I've been doing a lot more selling of seals than buying of anything lately. Um, so no, I actually don't have any purchase recommendations. Uh, and as as the same same advice from last week is uh, keep an eye on your sealed product and and start to sell as sell into the lead up. It seems like we've been. Prices have been climbing, so I would recommend yep. considering selling, uh, and that's what I've been doing. And uh, and again, you know, not looking to not looking to get rich here, but I, I do like for the for the hobby to pay for itself. So that's kind Absolutely. of my 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 impetus. That's my drive for selling products. It's like, oh, if I can, you know, sell one box and purchase two and a half boxes for that, you know, or for the sake of argument, you know, sell a box of Conspiracy Two for, you know. 200 bucks, but then buy a Mythic Timmy edition for 250. That seems like that seems pretty good. It, it seems like a sort of an obvious win. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, I don't really have anything. Have you have you done any little uh, poking you know, around? Not, not a whole lot. If I was gonna say, like you said, I, I think the right at the moment we're looking probably at more sell kind of things. Um, and even none of those are really things jumping. You know. Yeah. To the to the front of the the line here, um, I, I would say some of these ones, and these are ones that have you know been creeping in buy value for a while now, uh, and probably a little bit more so due to War of the Spark, um, Liliana the Veil, still still pricey, um, you know, still uh, still climbing, and to get rid of her, she's still going for around eighty dollars. Uh, the Chain Veil, I you know, I wish I had jumped on that one when it was. Low. What is the chain bail going for now? About thirty dollars. Holy cow! Whoa. Yeah. Well, I uh, I appreciate that heads up. I I did collect the chain veils profusely. I've got about fifteen of them. Yeah, I would. So I, would I need to unload. I paid as little as a buck fifty for them. Yeah. Yeah. Holy I wish I had gotten on that train. Cow. Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, I dumped the the chain veil. I would I would consider dumping Liliana. And I don't know what you think about this one. What about the Jace? Is it time to get rid of Jace the Mind Sculptor? Yeah, you know, he's been creeping up. I, I would, I, I probably would sell him. He's about <laughs> I, at one fifty now. Yeah, I, I would sell him because you know they will when they need to sell packs, they will reprint his butt. It's like that's all there is to it. He will get sold when Wizards needs to sell packs. So, yeah. And we will be seeing him very shortly in the Mythic Edition. So. Yeah, I don't know that that's going to drop the price down enough, though. I, I really don't see that driving the price down at all. I don't uh, think it'll hurt him too bad. But. Nah. Uh, I, I, but uh, So I, I, I would sell into the strength of this. Uh, they, you know, they unbanned him in Modern at the time of uh, Masters, uh, or what was it, M25? Not M25, mm-hmm. what the heck are they calling that? 25th Anniversary Edition. Yeah. Uh, they unbanned him because he was in those boxes, and they needed desperately to sell those boxes, which was, I think, part of his reason for the unbanning. Yeah. And um, so just like they unbanned him, they will reprint him when they need the cash. So this is that is not a, like a, 
you know, that is reaching the dollar amount where you think, oh, is this a long-term investment? No. You know, nothing Wizards reprints is a long-term investment because they will just reprint it and destroy your value. You know, if it's Mm -hmm. not on the reserve list, you cannot hold it indefinitely. You have to sell these products periodically. That's all there is to it. You know, like absolutely periodically you have to cull the herd in order to have a healthy stock, you know? And um, so this is one of those times when you sell into the strength. And and I think that is, that is um, well, I guess, uh, warranted. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Time to, time to drop some of those. Yeah. I wish I had Jace's. I looked for them myself and I realized I had sold them all. So, Holy cow, I have, you are right about this chain, Dale. I've got to get, I'm going to be doing some listing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I appreciate your selling. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, I, I did bulk up on these. I got as much of these as I could at, uh, golly, sub two, sub $2. Seems, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was funny, even at that time, I, there was a limited, you know, I tell you what held me back, not wanting one of I kept wanting to buy from players that had four ofs and two ofs. I didn't want to buy one for like a dollar eighty and then pay a dollar shipping. I was like, man, I'll wait until other people. And then of course I got tired of it and I moved on and I didn't pay as much attention. But I still have, I'm sure, at least three play sets of this thing. So, oh my goodness, thank you, Machine Spirit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go for it. So, yeah. So I'll definitely be taking your advice on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, very good. I guess, uh, you know, I think next week maybe we'll talk a little bit more. I think what we need to do is put a guide together about, you know, selling and where to and how to and what to do. I think we need to do that. And I think uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that yeah. in detail next week. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll see about putting a guide together that we can post on the website that details Absolutely. like step by step. This is what you do. This is how you list it. This is how you price your items. This is how you package them. This is how you pay for shipping. This is how you deliver the product. So mm-hmm. I think that might be useful for some people that haven't done it and they're just curious about it. And and uh, I think it's worth doing, you know, because there are there are some. Uh, you know, like Brian at Community, uh, Tillerian Community College has done a good job about telling how to ship singles when he was um, pushing that um, the trading website. I can't remember what it was called. So that uh, he did a, a nice review on how to package them up and put them in top loaders, but didn't actually yeah. go through the actual process of selling cards other than trading them to that website. So, um, yeah. um, so I think it's uh, not a bad idea to do. So Yeah, I think that's a that's a good idea. Yeah. We could definitely talk about that some more. Yeah. But uh, all right, everybody, it was good chatting with you all, and uh, we look forward to uh, more discussion in the future. And uh, until next week, may your picks always be profitable. Have a good, have a good one. Have fun at the pre-release. See you guys. Bye-bye.